Hello everyone, and welcome to the Redeemed by His Grace podcast. In this episode, I will be discussing life after overcoming porn addiction. If you have ever found yourself trapped in the cycle of addiction, I want to assure you that freedom is possible. So let's delve into productive ways to fill your time and reclaim your life after leaving porn behind. Let us open in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for those who are tuning into this broadcast. May they find the strength and guidance to overcome the grip of porn addiction. We believe in the power of freedom and salvation that can only be granted through your Son, Jesus. As it says in your word, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. John chapter 8 verse 36. We ask for your assistance in enabling anyone who is listening to resist the allure of temporary pleasures that come with sin. Instead, we pray they'll discover a life of true freedom beyond porn addiction. We humbly offer this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want to welcome everyone to today's show. If you tuned into the first episode, you're already aware that my testimony revolves around overcoming porn addiction. In this episode, I want to shift the focus to discussing how my life has changed since overcoming that addiction. In the past, watching porn and engaging in self-pleasure were a nightly routine for me. There were even instances when I would spend the majority of a day indulging in self-gratification. When you're trapped in such behavior, it's difficult to comprehend the amount of time you're wasting solely on yourself. Moreover, it becomes apparent that you're chasing after unrealistic fantasies rather than reality. It's only when you break free from the addiction that you realize how much time has slipped away without any progress in your life. You've spent excessive amounts of time fixated on self-pleasure, and in some cases, like my own testimony, it involved engaging in conversations or sexting with individuals who see you merely as an object of lust rather than love. So what is my life like now after all of this? As soon as God awakened me from the illusion of this counterfeit intimacy, I made a deliberate decision to start shutting things down. I closed my internet accounts I was using for inappropriate means, distanced myself from unbelieving friends and acquaintances, and I did this for a couple of reasons. Number one, because of my testimony, I realized my life was going in a complete opposite direction than theirs spiritually. And number two, because of reason number one, I was going to require a group of friends that could strengthen my walk with God that it was likely I'd be drawn into the opposite way of life and not them being drawn in the direction I was going. I also ceased engaging with pornographic content in any form, whether visual or audio. I let go of self-pleasure and stored away any items, such as adult toys, associated with it. It required a dedicated effort to remove anything that could tempt me back into past sins. As Romans chapter 13 verse 14 reminds us to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Now, I fill my time with reading the scriptures. In the same amount of time I wasted on self-pleasure, I have managed to read the entire Bible cover to cover for the first time in my life, and I have reread it multiple times since then. My focus is on studying the Word of God. I also spend time watching educational content on YouTube particularly from Christian creators. I delve into topics such as Bible interpretation, like hermeneutics and proper exegesis of the text. I'm learning about apologetics as well. Additionally, I have found online Christian communities and forged friendships there. These fellow believers not only provide friendship, but also hold me accountable. As Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 emphasizes, the importance of mutual sharpening. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. 
Currently, I am actively seeking a church community to attend so I can worship together with fellow believers in person. In my testimony, I stated that while listening to adult 18-plus erotic audios, I did make some adult audios myself and contemplated making those audios as a career. However, I have now redirected my focus and dedicated my time to brainstorming ideas for this podcast by transforming what could have been a destructive idea into a constructive one. My aim is to help others who may have faced or are currently struggling with similar issues. The most significant change I've experienced is the liberation of my time. I no longer engage in the activities that used to consume my attention. As time goes by, I find myself forgetting more and more about pornography and self-pleasure. The desire for those things has diminished compared to how it used to be. Previously, I would eagerly anticipate the end of a long day as an opportunity for self-pleasure, using it as a means to escape the challenges of my life and immerse myself in erotic fantasies. Now my anticipation revolves around deepening my understanding of my faith and exploring scripture. This is not to say that this journey has been easy. However, I consider myself fortunate to have been able to give up porn and self-pleasure overnight thanks to the power of God. It has been five years and I haven't looked back. In the early days of abstaining from these habits, I would occasionally have troubling dreams featuring the person from my testimony or images from the porn videos I had watched. As time has passed and I distanced myself from those influences, the frequency of such dreams has decreased significantly to the point where they are rare occurrences. There have been moments when I had a dream that triggered an involuntary pleasure response, and on one recent occasion, I wondered if it would lead to a relapse into self-pleasure. However, I resisted the temptation, ignored the feeling, and moved forward. I didn't give in. I share these struggles to shed light on the challenges I've faced since overcoming my addiction. It is by no means an easy path, but with the help of God, it is possible. Now I eagerly await a future husband so that I can channel and express these desires in the way that God originally intended for us to experience them. Now that being said, what can we do to replace destructive habits such as an addiction to porn, sex, etc. with constructive habits? These are some notes that I found in the Lifehacks Bible about how we can redeem our time. How 15 minutes a day can change your life. 2 Chronicles chapter 29 verses 31 through 36. Habit redeeming time. After the rededication of the sanctuary and formal acts of sin offering, King Hezekiah invited the people to bring their own sacrifices and thank offerings to the temple. 2 Chronicles chapter 29 verse 31. The Israelites brought so many animals for the sacrifice that the priests had to enlist their relatives to help prepare and skin all the burnt offerings. The result was that there were burnt offerings in abundance, together with the fat of the fellowship offerings and the drink offerings that accompanied the burnt offerings. Verse 35. Because we no longer have the sacrificial system, it might not appear this passage has much relevance, much less application, for modern Christians. But we can apply at least one indirect lesson to our own lives. Thank offerings stacked up in abundance not because of one large act of faithfulness by a single Israelite, but because of the accumulated offerings of hundreds or possibly thousands of faithful believers. A single goat would not have amounted to much, yet when they were offered altogether, the cumulative sacrifice was overwhelming. Similarly, we might believe small-scale individual actions of faithfulness are inconsequential, but when we add them up, their cumulative effect on our souls can be extraordinary. Consider, for example, what you can accomplish in a year by committing to one action for an average of 15 minutes a day. 
Let's assume that you're able to use that time every single day, only missing two days per month. That's 435 minutes or over seven hours each month. Here are some actions to consider. Number one, read scripture. Spend 15 minutes a day reading an extra chapter of scripture from the New Testament, Job, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. You'd read through all the books of the New Testament and most of the wisdom literature. Number two, read commentary. Spend 15 minutes a day reading a Bible commentary to better understand scripture. You'd complete 10 300-page commentaries. Number three, pray. Spend 15 minutes a day praying for others by name. You'd spend the equivalent of three and a half, 24-hour periods in prayer. Number four, meditate. Spend 15 minutes a day meditating on a single verse. You'd spend 85 hours ruminating on 341 verses. Number five, memorize. Spend 15 minutes a day on memorizing one scripture verse a week. You'd memorize the equivalent of Hebrews, Philemon, and 2 John. Number six, worship. Spend 15 minutes a day singing two hymns or praise songs. You'd sing 682 songs to the Lord. Number seven, experience silence and solitude. Spend 15 minutes a day alone in quiet reflection. You'd spend 85 hours in quiet time. Number eight, fast. Spend 15 hours a month every other month fasting during your waking hours. You'd spend six days fasting. Number nine, express gratitude. Spend 15 minutes every other day writing a note or email or making a phone call to a friend expressing how thankful you are for them. Use the alternate days to thank God for your blessings. You'd express your gratitude to 170 friends and spend 42 hours thanking God. Number 10, overcome sin and temptation. Spend 15 minutes a day confessing your sin, meditating on God's grace, and thinking of ways to kill the sin in your life. You'd spend 85 hours focused on sin killing. Number 11, rest. Spend 15 minutes a day resting, five minutes in preparation for an eight minute micro nap, and two minutes to awaken. You'd get an extra 46 hours of rest. Number 12, develop wisdom. Spend 15 minutes a day reading one extra chapter from Proverbs. You'd read all of Proverbs 11 times. Number 13, serve. Spend two hours each week in fellowship with fellow believers who are younger or older than you. You'd spend 104 hours in intergenerational fellowship. Number 14, engage in self-reflection. Spend 15 minutes a day engaging in self-reflection or doing one of the self-awareness exercises in this Bible. You'd spend 85 hours in self-reflection. Number 15, journal. Spend 15 minutes a day writing one page in your spiritual journal. You'd produce 340 pages of text. 15 minutes can be just the beginning. Imagine what you could accomplish if you spent an average of 30 to 45 minutes a day in two or three of these areas. The practical takeaway, by giving God an extra 15 minutes of your day, you can make significant progress in your spiritual formation. And this was another article on developing mini habits. There are seven. Number one, read a paragraph of scripture. Number two, spend three minutes meditating on a single Bible verse. Number three, dedicate one minute every day to asking God to increase your knowledge of his word. Number four, read one entry from a Bible dictionary. Number five, explore a Bible map for five minutes. Number six, memorize a few words from a Bible verse. Number seven, read a daily devotional. I pray some of this information was a help to you and that you can find ways to incorporate these healthy habits into your routine so that you can finally break free of porn addiction or any other issue you may be going through. 
I also felt that they could be used when you are feeling an urge to self-pleasure. Instead of giving in to the temptation, fill that time with any of the above-mentioned habits. With the help from God, may we reclaim our time so that we can use it to bring Him the glory. Let us end in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that today's show has provided valuable information to all who have tuned in. May your divine intervention into their life enable them to break free from porn addiction, sex addiction, or self-pleasure. Instead, grant them the ability to engage in activities that promote a sanctified mind, body, and spirit. Guide them to utilize the time that they would have spent on destructive habits to instead deepen their connection with you through prayer, scripture reading, worship, and fellowship with a supportive community of believers who can provide accountability. We pray that you will lead them to your Son, Jesus, so they may find true repentance and forgiveness for their sins and attain eternal life in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray, amen. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Redeemed by His Grace podcast.